Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Straight Vibin' Podcast, a show where two teenagers talk about whatever they want. And once again, Jer's here for this episode. What's up, guys? Yeah. And yeah, it has been a while since we actually recorded one of these, so sorry for a little sloppy, but we'll try to get back into it. Um, and yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed the last episode where I interviewed Caleb. And now we're back to just me, Jer. And we got some subjects for you today, like always. And yeah, I guess we'll just start it off. Um, first thing we have, it, it is 2021 now, the day we're recording this. So that's kind of cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so new year. And yeah, for this subject, I was just, I don't have much to talk about. I don't know if you have any goals for this year, Jer. Not really, no. Probably just hoping. Really, my only, my only goal is trying to train more and get more fit that's pretty good actually um for me honestly it would just be to be more productive that's basically the only thing i really challenged myself this year but yeah i'm hoping that it's going to be a better year um than last year and i feel like with the new year like switching over a lot of people were like really excited about like oh yeah it's finally over 2020 but like in reality, like it doesn't really change anything whatsoever that the ch- year changes, you know? Yeah. Like people are always doing like New Year res- New Year's resolutions, but like why can't you just do them? I don't see a point to them because you can just do them whenever you want during the year. It doesn't matter if it's a new year or not. Um, yeah, pretty much. And yeah, I just felt I just found like a bunch of people were getting really excited for the new year, even though it doesn't really change anything. Like coronavirus still gonna yeah. affect us and still here yeah that's not leaving until we get a vaccine or something i mean we do but yeah but do we know if it's effective effective that that's something else like i was i've been thinking lately like yeah the vaccine's out but like do we have any like proof that's actually doing anything like does it even work we just who knows but yeah that's basically all i wanted to say for 2020 and hopefully uh you guys had a happy new year and also a good christmas too because we haven't done one since christmas yeah so hopefully guys this holidays were good um yeah now until like a real subject i have lo-fi hip-hop as a subject um so if you guys don't know what lo-fi hip-hop is it's kind of just it's a genre of music that's getting more and more popular especially last year i feel like it like peaked um but it's basically just really like calming like beats that like no vocals usually and it's just meant sometimes 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 yeah like never like it's never like a full-on like song that like you'd hear on the radio or anything it's just like it's like beats to like help you relax and they're really chill and like the lo-fi part of it uh, do you know what lo-fi like lo-fi means not sure no yeah so like lo-fi i'm pretty sure it means like like less uh like not as great like quality like a little like it has like defects in it a bit so it's like the sound's not actually like perfect so you can get like the lo-fi feel and a sound like you know what i mean yeah i mean it's like a, like a scratch or, like a disc scratch sound or like rain in the background or like just little distortions here and there which makes it lo-fi pretty sure that's what it means but yeah that's what okay. lo-fi hip-hop is and i know you got you've listened to lo-fi before right oh yeah yeah me, me, for me, it was mostly last year that I got into it. Um, I don't know, I just found it really, like, 
relaxing and it fitted with it fit with everything I was like anything I wanted to do the lo-fi would always just fit with what I was doing so I kind of enjoyed it um, and yeah it just helps me like if I'm doing something productive I can always have it it's not distracting at all um, but yeah like is it like the same for you like last year was like where you listened to it the most yeah I think last year was when I listened to them but I listened to it the most because like it's just every time I played Rocket League with you it's just lo-fi on you know it's not something that's like ear-raping you or anything like that's just calm you can focus on the game you can focus on other people talking you don't have to focus on like because for me I hear lyrics and I hear other people talking it just gets mixed up together yeah I feel like that's like so. the, yeah that's for sure like the main point of it and yeah like I said it's been super popular it got super popular last year um, you, I'm sure you guys have seen like the live streams from like Chilled Cow and stuff. And I forget what the other one is. Uh, ooh, I forget what the other one. There's another one that's pretty big, but like the li there's like a live stream that Chilled Cow started where it just plays lo-fi 24/7, and that thing got like super big last year. And I'm sure it's yeah. been still doing pretty well. I, I haven't checked it lately, but yeah. So like basically what they do, it's just like a radio station on YouTube. You go on it. It's just playing lo-fi. It was getting super popular. Everyone was tuning in. Um, and yeah, that was basically all I wanted to talk about lo-fi, I guess. I don't know. It was pretty yeah, cool. Right now, like you don't listen to it anymore, eh? Or... Oh, I do. Oh, you yeah. do? Yeah, for me, I, I I haven't listened to it a lot lately at all. But maybe I'll get back into it. We'll see. Like, I have a playlist with lo-fi and internet rap on it, so. Cool. Just alternates. Yeah. But yeah, uh next subject. Uh I think I had something about you, so I have written down Gumdo, which is a martial art that you do. Um yep. So yeah, you just wanna explain uh how, like what the martial art is or Well, Gumdo is a Korean martial art that uses swords to just practice, I guess. It's uh I mean, in the medieval times, it would have been useful for fighting and everything, but here it's just to practice and mostly relieve stress because you're hitting nothing pretty much, you know? Yeah, it's like like every every swing, like it's like karate or taekwondo. You say like they always say that it, it relieves stress. So it's I've been doing it for three ish and a half years almost. And I just got my black belt like a month and a half ago. Pretty good, pretty good. But yeah, because you've been you've been doing it for a long time, honestly. And you've like, have yeah. you like lost interest in it at all, or are you still like enjoying it? No, I'm still enjoying it. Well, there's some times that I'm like, Ugh, I don't really want to go, you know. But then I go there, and it's like, huh, it's nice. Yeah. So is that like why you like it so much? Is it because it's like relieves stress, or is there any other aspect that you like a bit? It's just. I don't know, there's so many cool things you can do with swords. It just, for me, like, it's twirling and twirling them around your fingers. Yeah. Like, I'm really good at that. I don't know why. It's just something that I'm good at. It's just, I don't know. It's like nice. Like, before class starts, I get there 15 minutes before because I practice a bit and warm up a bit before class starts. And I always, like, I always, like, find myself twirling the swords just out of just for no reason all right just in my hand 
don't know, I just I find it relaxing. I do it with the rulers too. I do it. I do it with pens at school. Nice. Cause yeah, like I've only watched you do it once, but like, is there like, cause I'm, is there like different like move sets that you have to like learn, like different like series of moves that you have to like learn or no? Is it just freestyle? No, no, it's you have to learn the forms and everything. Cool. So like, how do you go about like learning a new, like, what's it called, form set? Yeah, a form. A form. Like, how do you go about learning a new form? Like, what's like the first thing you do to well, start? The first thing I do to learn a new form is my teacher pairs me with somebody who already knows that form or he teaches me himself. And then that's, you go from there. They, they like stare, they like, okay, you do this and then this, and then you follow them and then just, yeah. So it's more just it's like- not really difficult. Yeah, you're just more, you're more following the person who already knows the form. All right. So like, it's just like, the, like you just have to memorize like what you do. Basically. Yeah, and you and right now I have to memorize thirteen forms plus a bunch of other stuff. Wow. Um. All right. Cool. Um. Something else. Uh. So you've been doing it three and a half here. That's pretty good. And yeah. is it like is it like good exercise too? Oh yeah. No, it gets the cardio going, and at some point he's gonna like, if he wants to like, you're doing a move wrong, he's gonna make you pause and stay in that position for five minutes until he corrects you and you're just like lunging in a position for like five minutes so you're like holding a lunge for five minutes all right yeah <laughs> and yeah so is it is it like similar to any other sport basically like you have you met any like people like any friends at gumdo or anything yeah uh we we have a friend at school who did it he got his black belt then he quit but i did that with him for like six months everyone that's there at the gym we all know each other we all we're all on good terms we all talk to each other it's just nice so you're glad yeah. you're glad you picked it up on it's pretty yeah. obvious but yeah all right well that's pretty cool um personally i've i think i've only tried like karate once when i was like below the age of 10 wasn't too into it so i don't know probably won't be picking it up anytime soon but it is pretty cool because i watched you do it once and it does look pretty cool actually yeah it's really memorization and like i remember i was uh, he was teaching me a new form my my master and i i was not positioned well but I was not positioned well from an inch. I was an inch off what I needed to be. And he made me pause, corrected it. And it's like, it's really like strict. Like you have to have the good form. Nice. All right. So like very perfectionist, like you got to get everything right. Yeah. Fine detail. Like at one point I was yellow belt and he, he didn't really like, he didn't press me to learn, like to perfect all the forms. He was like, oh, you do it. Okay, it's fine. It looks good. And then now I, I, I got to red belt. So you got red, then you get brown, then you get red, black, and then black. So I was at red and we were gonna do a demonstration at the St. Marie Fair. <laughs> and my form was not good because he had never like, really given any attention to it and me neither because i thought i was doing good you know? all right and it was a week of a good 
solid month of torture. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just redoing those forms over and over again. No break, no nothing. Just getting the forms right, getting the stances right. It's just, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, now like that's the best tip I can give to new people that start. It's just when he teaches you a stance or a form, get it right the first time. Because <laughs> you don't want to be me. <laughs> good to know, good to know. Uh, you ready to move on to a different subject? Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. Uh, so this one's more of like a personal story I have to tell. I'm not really good at telling stories, so bear with me. But basically how, what the story is, is that uh, it's like a Kijiji story. I went to go buy. I was buying a Pokemon game off Kijiji. That's what I was looking to get. And I found one and then I messaged the guy and then started chatting and then he ends up like telling me how he's coming from like 30, 45 minutes away uh, like to come meet me just to sell it. And I was like, oh, okay. So then we decided to meet at the mall. That's what we decided on. And then somehow I didn't end up like finding, like he told me like to meet at a store. So I went inside the mall, like in front of the store. But what he meant somehow was outside on a bench in front of the store. Uh, so whatever, that doesn't really matter. But basically we just, we couldn't find each other for some reason. So then we just, he just ended up coming uh, to my place. And I felt bad for him because he drove like 45 minutes away and then I wasted his time. Made him drive back to my place too. So I just felt bad for the guy. And then when he actually got to my place, I had the money in hand. I was gonna like give him like $5 extra, whatever. And then the thing is with like Pokemon games, it's very easy to like make fake ones. Like it's very common. Like if you buy one online, chances are it's gonna be fake, which is why I wanted to buy it in person so I can actually see it. And then I was just like, I just felt so bad because when he handed me the game, I knew if like immediately it was a fake one. And I knew I was gonna have to tell him that I didn't want to buy it anymore because I really just didn't want a fake game. Yeah. I was really looking for the Who real wants one. a fake game? So then, yeah, I just, I was like, dude, I don't know how to explain this, but like, it's a fake game. I don't know where you bought it. I'm guessing you bought it off the internet and you're just trying to like, like, I feel like he was maybe just trying to make a profit off of it because he probably bought it. And then I don't even know why he had it. Like, whatever, he had it somehow. He probably bought it online, just trying to sell it for quick, like profit or whatever. So I just explained it to him and he was like, wait, what the hell? I mean, you made me drive 45 minutes and you're not going to take it. I was like, yeah, sorry. And then he also, he want, he was offering me a DS too, like, like the actual like system. And then he hands me this thing, it's all busted up, like the little like flap thing is broken. I was like, dude, I don't want this either. It's, this is garbage. And then, yeah, I just felt super bad for him. So then he left. <laughs> Cause like he drove 45 minutes and I don't know, I just felt super bad. And then the next day he texts me like, dude, that was not cool. Like, fuck you. What <laughs> you? You well, don't you don't do that to someone. I was like, bro, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was uh, my bad. Well, no, but like, if you're gonna sell a shitty product, don't like, don't expect people to buy it when they see it and it's busted. You know? I know. Like, I don't even know why he drove. It's not that. even your fault. I know. Why do you, like? I don't even know why he drove that far just to sell me that one. Like, it was like maybe like fifty bucks, and he, he drove all the way there. Um. Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, that's Something. why, like, I've, I've had numerous times I'm trying to buy stuff off Kijiji, and I think, honestly, I'm just, like, done. Like, for Kijiji. For yeah. now. Because, like, I don't know if you have any bad experiences, but, like, I've had tons of experience like well, that. I've never bought stuff off Kijiji, but, like, my dad has bought me, like, uh, a pair of skis and some ski boots off Kijiji. Those were good. Those were good experience. I've sold some stuff off Kijiji. Yeah. I've sold my old bike. Uh... Well, my dad got the money because he bought the bike in the first place. But uh, I I went to a I I go hunting with my grandfather. Yeah. And there's a uh, in Riverview there's a uh, a supper for like hunters and there's raffles and everything. And one of the big prizes was a gun safe and I won that gun safe. And I just sold it off Kijiji for a good five hundred bucks. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So you just like won that off a draw. Yeah. And easy five hundred. See, like for yeah. me, like I like Kijiji for selling. I've sold like an Xbox on Kijiji, and like it's easy when you're the one selling because you know it's good because it's yours. Like, yeah. And if you're a good person, you're not gonna sell it if it's broken. Yeah, no. And then it's just a, yeah, it's it's fun that way because you get an easy like it's easy way to make profit because like if I sold that Xbox to like let's say like EB Games, they're not giving me as much as some guy off Kijiji. So I feel like for selling, it's very it's it's very good. Um, but for me, just buying, I'm just I'm pretty much done. Like you never know what you're gonna get. Depends who you get, honestly. But yeah, well, it's better like yeah on in person. Just, I I always buy local if I'm going if I'm going on Kijiji. Yeah, I don't know. Just it's it's for me, it's really risky. And yeah, that story definitely did not help either. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, I was always wondering like when COVID started. Like I was wondering like if Kijiji is even gonna survive, but. Because like when you think of it, like you're going into someone's house or whatever, you're taking objects from someone else. I didn't know how it was gonna work out. Yeah. I guess it just worked out, no problem. I don't know how, but maybe they found I it. Have, I have something too. Um, my mom's friend, well, like Philip's mother, okay. Philip Leblanc, yeah, his mother was uh, was gonna buy some jet skis. And she found some in Halifax. I think, it, yeah, it was Halifax. And the 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 seller was saying that oh, he already had someone that was buying one. So there he would be there the same day. He would pick up his, and then he would sell the other one to her. Yeah. My dad went with her because my dad had a trailer to haul the jet ski, and and the truck as well. So my dad goes with her, they arrive there, the guy that was buying the the one sees that they arrive in the driveway and is like, oh yeah, I'll take both of them. Did, tell me the guy didn't sell bo- both to the one guy. He sold both of them to the one guy. So it was basically a two hour drive for no reason. Or nothing. And then another two hour drive to come back home. Oh my with God. no jet ski. The guy wanted one jet ski, saw my dad and her enter the driveway. Yeah, I'll take both. Like, how does, like, some of these people, I swear, they have, like, no... I know, they just have no respect for anything. Like, if you were in your parent, if he was in your parents' shoes and he drove two hours, like, he could have just gave him the one, like, oh, no, you can only get the one. I promise these guys one, like... Yeah. That's why the... I, I don't know. That's why I hate you sometimes, like, some people are yeah. just assholes, honestly, but... Yeah, that's basically all I had for the story. Bad times overall, but 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. The next, are you ready for the next subjects? Yeah. All right, cool. So I have a couple here. I think I'm just going to pick this one's kind of, it's going to be just a quick one there. It's just a quick thought that I had when I write, when I wrote it down, like it's just how gift cards and how they make kind of no sense. Honestly, I guess I'll explain on that. Cause like when you buy a gift card, you're spending your money. Let's say I'm buying like a $20 gift card. Uh, like to buy the gift card, it's usually more expensive than like what you're actually getting on the gift card. Let's say it's a $20 gift card. It might cost me 25. Uh, no, no, no. You don't get taxes on gift cards. If you're buying a $20 gift card, you're getting it for $20. Right, I've seen, I've seen times where it costs more. Sometimes it's the same. Well, there's some stores that put taxes on it, but like if you go to like a good store, they won't have any taxes on them. Yeah. Let's say like, a, like I know for a fact that like the visa debit ones, you pay, yeah, you those have, to, have ta yeah, yeah, those have taxes on them. Cause I'm pretty sure like it charges the Visa gift card whenever you, when you buy, whatever. Basically you're losing money on the Visa gift cards for sure. But yeah, gift cards like yes. kind of make no sense. Christmas just went by like if, I don't know. Cause like I've always just thought like, why don't you just give the cash to the person? They can spend it wherever they want. They're not limited by where they can use it. And it didn't, you didn't lose any money. So I don't even know why they're really so popular. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, um, last year, uh, no, my birthday last year, I got two Visa Visa gift cards, and uh, there's, I think there's like two dollars on one of them and a dollar on the other. I can't do anything with that. Yeah, like, oh, I have, like, I can say something about that. Yeah, for the Visa gift cards, like, they're super awkward because, like, let's say you have a twenty-five dollar one, like, if you let's say you spend fifteen dollars off it, you're left with ten dollars. And like, there's nothing really, and if there's nothing you want to buy for $10, then it kind of just sits there. Yeah. I did find, I found a way, like you can kind of go around it. Cause like most stuff, most stuff that I buy is off Amazon. So what you can do is buy yourself an Amazon gift card for the amount that you have left on your visa debit mm. follow. And then, yeah, you send that to yourself. So now you have a Amazon gift card, but once again, you're yeah. limited. You're that's, still limited to Amazon. Yeah, that's the thing. But like, let's say like you just gave me $50 cash. I would have had $50 to do whatever the hell I want. To do whatever you want, yeah. So I don't know, maybe it's just the person who gives the gift card feels better about it than just giving cash. Cause like, I guess cash in a way is kind of just like a lazy. Honestly, I'll accept cash any day of the week. <laughs> Same, like, I feel like maybe like, it's just- Give me cash, I'm fine with that, I don't care. Yeah, like, I don't care if it's a gift card or cash. It's just like, maybe it, maybe it like just feels more like personal if you give a gift card. Cause I guess like cash kind of feels like a little lazy, like, oh, I'll just give them cash. I don't know what, it's like, you don't even know the person you're just giving them whatever. But like a gift card isn't yeah, any better. It's yeah, gift card's not any, any better. Cause it's still like, it's still money. It's still, but like, it's limiting you. Yeah. <laughs> Weird so, subject, but yeah. Honestly, just, cash is better. I know. It's a weird subject, but yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Just my thoughts and how it, they're kind of pointless, but whatever. I'm sure they'll stick around forever. I just found oh, it. Oh, yeah. I yeah. just found they're a little weird. But yeah, yeah. honestly, like I tried. The, there's a thing with Steam is you can only use one card at a time. So I tried to like put money into steam from those cards and i have five dollars total in two different cards yeah and the 
max amount of funds you can, the minimum amount of funds you can put in it's Steam is five. Five, yeah. I had five. <laughs> I couldn't because you can only use one card at a time. No, see, that's the thing. So, like, you would have to done, like, the Amazon trick, then that's basically all the only thing you have, you can do. Yeah. Um, but yeah. even at that, Amazon, you can only use one card at a time. Oh, but like, like I said, like you would just use like you buy a gift card yourself or whatever you have left, and you just yeah. But I don't think there's gift cards for two dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah, there is. That's that's what's so <laughs> oh, special. Really? About. Yeah, like you can buy like a like ten cent gift card. Okay. <laughs> like okay. But it just I don't know. It just lets you enter whatever you want. But yeah. All right. Good to know. I mean, it's Amazon. What can't they do? Yeah. True. All right, but yeah. I'm guessing you're done with that subject. Yeah. yeah I'm done now. All right, so, uh, yeah, I guess we'll talk about this one. So, what I wrote down is, why do artists get so popular after their death? So, yeah, basically, I'm sure you guys have all heard, like, the iconic, like, I listen to rap music, so that's what I'm going to talk about. But, like, iconically, the, there's Temptation that died in 2019, uh, Juice World that died uh, last year, or... I guess two years ago at this point, but whatever. And then Pop Smoke once again two years ago, or a year ago, whatever. It's mixing up with 2021. It was a year ago, whatever. Um, so, and yeah, like I just found it kind of weird how like I don't know of a person like at all when they're actually alive, and then when when they die, like somehow they just blow up. Yeah. Like I don't know about you, but like I didn't. Like right now, I listen to like Juice Soro is my favorite artist in my Spotify Wrapped. Like, did but you he's know about? Dead. Huh? But he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. It makes no sense. But like, for you, like, did you know about any of them before they died or no? I knew about Juice World before he died. I listened to Juice World before he died. But any anyone else, no. Yeah, no. Um. So yeah, I think I saw a video explaining it a bit, but like, I don't, I don't remember what he said. I just found it kind of weird because like I looked at like the stats too. like Juice World's like in the top 200 artists on Spotify. XXX is on like the top 100 and Pop Smoke is like literally I can I don't know whatever I won't check right now. I'm sure I'm pretty sure it's like in the top 20. He has like number so many songs in the top 100. And I just find that like crazy how like they're dead, but they're still so popular. It doesn't it's kind of weird. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. One way I could explain it is that when like they die, like goes in the news a lot and like everyone knows about it. So that I'm sure people are like, oh yeah, I wonder what he, I wonder what his music sound like. Checks him out. Bunch of people do that. Further spreads, everyone else does it too. Like, I don't know. I'm just surprised that before Juice World died, he had so many other songs prepped. Oh yeah. Like that's something else where like release. That's something else where like artists like um like they're so limited by like their I think it's their brands, like whatever, like their records. Like Yeah. Like they have so many songs, like even good songs that they have like in the vault. But it's not up to them to decide when they release it. That's the thing. Yeah. Like so yeah, like they just have like a ton of songs already in the backlogs. And yeah, I just found that kind of cool. I don't know. I would like, for me personally, like let's add like 10 YouTube videos that are like pre-recorded, really good. For me, I personally couldn't like just wait like two years before releasing them. I'd want to release them no, all. No, you'd release them, yeah. I know. So I just find that kind of weird. I don't know. 
Um, but yeah, basically, I don't know, rappers, they blow up when they're after their death. I just find that kind of weird. I don't know. But uh, yeah, something else like the same subject is I have like uh, Kid Season. I don't know if you guys know who he is. He's an artist. He's a rapper too. And the Kid Leroy, they're two like 16-year-old, 17-year-olds that are like super huge. Like especially Kid Leroy, like he's our age, which that, that's why I was so like fascinated by it. Like how they're our age and how successful they are like at such a young age. Like that's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Like me and you were just here filming our podcast. Meanwhile, some kid out there is 16 making like millions of dollars. Or he yeah. has his life ahead of him, like all planned out, like he's set. Yep. I don't know. I just found that kind of weird. It's like kind of cool as well. I don't know. I like imagine like how that must feel like being 16, like, just being a millionaire and like going all these crazy, like going all flying everywhere, meeting all these crazy people. I don't know. It'd be kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah. We've got some weird subjects today, honestly. Yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, that's why I guess the interviews are going to be nice to have because I don't know, you can get your questions like ready and then they have like, they're all like they, they basically have to answer your question that they ask. Like right now it's just us free balling it. Yep. Um, but isn't that what a podcast is though? Basically. Just have a subject and talk about it. Yeah. Like I've, I've honestly heard like some way worse podcasts than ours. Like. I've, heard, yeah. I've listened to podcasts where it's just like them like goofing around for like an hour mm-hmm. and I'm like what did I get out of this I'm like nothing <laughs> nothing but like I guess that's the point I don't know some of them are kind of bad um all right well, last thing I guess uh we have a story we both have a story about involving Jake Allen which is a goalie that plays for the St. Louis Blues I'm pretty sure he's still playing pretty um, sure I'm not sure but yeah, I think he's a, I think he's a backup now. But you can you can start. No, but story. he was the backup when he started. I don't know if he's the. I don't know. Well, Go. for me, it was a uh, a few years back. A little, no, not a few years. More like sixty years back. Um, maybe even seven. I don't even Jeez. know anymore. Yeah. Uh, he. I was a goalie in hockey, and I went to a goaltending training camp to learn some new stuff, you know, as you do. It was a week, we would have two practice sessions of two hours or three hours, a dry training session of two hours and lunch for an hour. And at the beginning, they they said that we would have a special guest at the last, at the last practice. And we didn't know anything until the last, at the end of the week, Friday came and Jake Allen right there. <laughs> he he hopped on the ice with us, gave us tips and everything. He like there was a bunch of different coaches. It was like seven different stations that you go through and you'd learn something new there at each station. But at Jake Allen station, it was just like you were saving his bucks that he was shooting at you. He was giving you tips on stuff and just it's really nice. And at the end of that, everybody got to ch- chat with him and get a get a signature from him. Nice. So you have a you shown before there, but like you're, you have yeah. a goalie stick that's signed by Jake Allen. Yeah, I had a I had a where my my hand was on my stick. I had tape there because it grips better. Yeah. 
and I had him sign there and then I put clear tape over it so it wouldn't rub away. Yeah, <laughs> smart. Um, yeah, that must be so cool though, like honestly, just like getting tips from an actual NHL goalie. NHL uh, goaltender. Like were you just, like were you in New Brunswick or? Oh yeah, this was at, uh, in Moncton at the Sportsplex, no, not Sportsplex, the the, I don't know what it's called anymore. Uh, it's like a, the fourplex thing. I don't fourplex, know. yeah, yeah. Pretty cool, pretty cool. Uh, somehow I have another story. It doesn't really involve like him, like actual Jake Allen, but like I have a story about him too. It was just like maybe, I don't know, maybe like nine months ago. Uh, my dad was looking to sell his four wheeler, so he put it on Kijiji. All right, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he someone got back to him and turns out it's Jake Allen's dad. Cause I guess he lives I guess Jake Allen's dad lives here. Oh, Jake Allen was born in New Brunswick. Yeah. Yeah, on his helmet he has a New Brunswick flag and everything. Yeah. So like and his dad still lives here. Um and yeah, he just I guess he wanted to buy the four wheeler, so then he comes over to the house, uh, tests it out, decides to buy the four wheeler. Got to saw, got to see him. My dad chatted with him, and then, yeah, he also gave us like posters of signed Jake Allen like posters that he got. Nice, just pretty cool. But yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I was just like, oh yeah, you're buying a four wheeler. Turns out it's Jake Allen's dad. Yeah, shows up. <laughs> That's crazy. And it's it's kind of funny too because I like, I'm sure Jake Allen makes like a ton of money. Yeah, no. But like my dad's four wheeler wasn't anything special. It's just some random four wheeler. I don't know. Yeah. I guess he's just doesn't really care. Just trying to get something. I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Probably just something to like have fun with, not just just like not anything like. Yeah. You know? That's basically all I have for my story. I didn't meet Jake Allen sadly, but yeah, his dad. Basically, it. good stories. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a Stanley Cup winner, sorta. Like he won up 19, right? He was the backup, but he was on the team, so. Yeah. It's kinda cool. I think he played once, I don't know. I, like during those season, those uh, playoffs, playoffs. Oh, I played there in the playoffs. It was just like, he was mainly the backup from the most of it. But still. I don't think it was 2019 though. I think, uh, I don't remember. This is a quick look up, sorry. Yeah. Oh no, it was the blue. Yeah, 2019. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. Cool. Um, we'll wrap this up right here. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed the podcast. A little weird. Like I, I warned you guys though, we we're gonna be rusty. Next one, we'll try to get some, some more flow going. But yeah. Basically, all we talked about was 2021, and then we went to lo-fi hip-hop. After that, Kijiji. we... Yeah, my Kijiji... Or no, we started with... Then we went to your Gumdo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My Kijiji story, rappers, gift, whatever. Gift cards. We did gift oh, cards. Oh, gift cards. Yeah. Gift cards and rappers, and then we just finished off with Jake Allen. With Jake Allen. That's what we talked about. Um, hopefully, you guys enjoyed, and... Yeah, I'm trying to get some more interview styles and we'll still keep doing these things with Jer, me and Jer talking randomly, but I'll try to get some interviews too to keep it fresh. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, hopefully you have a great day and a good 2021. See you guys in the next one. See you guys. See ya.